0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbits Ramblings, Podcast 331. I don't have much to talk about this time. I will talk about Hellblade just a little bit, because I don't think it's for everybody, uh, for a few reasons, which I will get into. And then I have a bit of a sad life update,
1: and that's really it
0: for this time. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So at the end of my time with my one month of Xbox Game Pass, I played through a game called Hellblade. I believe it has sort of a sub name of Suna's Sacrifice. And I thought this was a really incredible game. Visually, the graphics are pretty amazing uh, with what they're doing. Uh, And that is not using up a whole lot of resources. It's not uh, targeting like high-end systems. It's targeting Uh, Systems closer to my system, so my system had uh, no problem running it on. I think it was medium settings, though I do recall it could get turned up uh, quite a bit more. I would be interested to see uh, what max settings would look like, because it looked uh, really, really good on my system. But being designed for uh, lower-end PCs and consoles, things like draw distance and uh, amount of stuff they were drawing in any single area uh wasn't too high compared to, you know, some of the other games out there. The music, I also remember, was quite good, uh, though none of it really comes to mind. But it was never anything that got on my nerves. Uh, it was, I think, more atmospheric than not. I do remember uh, quite a lot of times where the music would sort of fade out, and it would just sort of get into atmospheric uh, weather or area sort of sounds, and the music became... Uh, less important. Like I said, I liked it quite a bit, but I wouldn't recommend it for everybody for a few different reasons. First, they do some visual and audio effects stuff, which is, I guess you could call experimental in a uh, video game space. It's sort of stuff that's more common in uh, what some people might call artsy or independent films. There's a little bit of sort of layering of visual effects. And audio effects that you don't really see or hear in games uh, all that often. I think maybe ever. <laughs> I've uh, seen it in a couple of games. So for that reason, it might not appeal to everybody because not every gamer uh, would be tolerant. I guess you could say of uh, different kind of effects sort of on top of their game. You know, some people are like, I just want to see you know character stuff and anything that's like you know, a video playing in the background, you know, that doesn't feel right. Those kind of people, uh, this will not be a game uh, for them. They don't do it a whole lot, but there is quite a lot of story and lore explanation that happens, and when it does, uh, it's usually with that sort of visual effect of real-world sort of film superimposed into the game. Another big reason why I wouldn't recommend this for everybody is that the main character is suffering... From a few different kind of mental disorders, as well as uh, as you get more into her backstory and history, you find out she is suffering from uh quite a lot of physical and emotional abuse. So if you are somebody who's sensitive to that uh, or doesn't want to you know experience that, uh, this is definitely not the game for you. But if you're somebody like me and you're uh, sort of familiar with that stuff. The journey is quite interesting and quite cool, and it's really cool to see her uh, going through these struggles and overcoming them. It's a quicker to play game. I would say it probably took me about 10 hours to complete, maybe 12. I don't remember the exact completion time. I would say it is probably uh, two thirds puzzle based, you know, solving uh, this sort of find the thing kind of puzzle and Sort of a go here, do that kind of puzzle. And then probably one third of it is fighting. And although it's sort of third person action fighting, it's not 100% action based. Because it is closer to uh, sort of what people would say a Souls-like game is. Where the bad guys do uh, certain patterns and you want to sort of uh, time your defense or your attacks based on those patterns. It's not just, uh, you know, spam the buttons and go crazy like something like Mortal Kombat. It's not a fighting game in that regard. It's more of a you want to stay in a certain position. Oh, this guy's coming over here. This guy's coming over here. I'm going to target this one, uh, block his attack, and then sort of move out of the way of the other guy. So it's more strategic and, uh, again, sort of based on what moves they do. And how you want to counter those moves. There are a few boss battles which get really interesting and really crazy. Probably some of the best uh, boss battles I've had uh, in most of my games. Uh, They get quite cool and quite interesting. The end boss, again, is something that probably won't appeal to everybody. Because that one does sort of layer on a lot of the, like I said, sort of experimental stuff. And people who are like, oh, I'm just trying to do the fighting what are you doing throwing all this uh, visual and audio effects stuff at me as well, might get frustrated by that. However, I did play on the default difficulty setting, which I think said it was adaptive. So that might imply that, you know, if you're good at fighting, uh, it will sort of scale up difficulty, and if you're not, it would scale it down. But there were, I think, three or four different difficulty settings, and the adaptive one was sort of the highest setting. So I do believe if you want to just experience her story and go through the lore of uh, what's going on with her, and there's quite a lot of uh, sort of Norse mythology going on around her because she is placed in uh, that time, and so you get a lot of the lore of that. At least I think it's Norse, I'm pretty sure. But there is, I think, a a very low difficulty setting that was labeled as like story mode. Uh, You know, a lot of games are doing that these days where I would assume uh, the fighting parts are uh, much easier to get through. There was one warning that made me uh, very concerned, but I got through just fine, and that was that it said that you can only fail so many times uh, before Suna is completely taken over by darkness, and your save game is basically erased, and you have to start over. There isn't really a whole lot of UI, So I didn't know exactly uh, how close I was to hitting that line of now your game's gonna be deleted because basically there is almost no UI at all. I did find there are a couple of cues uh, for doing certain things, but it's not like, hey, here's a tutorial, press this button for this, press this button for this. And as part of that, I would highly recommend when you start the game, if you do play, Uh, Push escape, again into the control menu, and actually look at what kind of controls there are. Because it won't tell you, you know, do this and do this. You'll be like, what does that mean? And there aren't sort of highlights uh, of interactable objects like in some games. The indications for that is much more subtle. It's almost like you kind of need to figure it out on your own. Like if there's a door, uh, you go over try to open it. You know That's how you discover if you're going to open it or not. It's not like other games where it will flash and be like, hey, open me, hey, open me. It doesn't do that kind of thing at all. And that plays kind of quite well into the visual and audio effects she is experiencing, which uh, do sort of give you clues as to what to do or what to not do. Uh, so all of that kind of adds into the immersion. And it's, like I said, not for everybody because it's not... Uh, Stuff you expect or is done uh, in quite the normal video game way. But all of that discovery and figuring out, you know, what's what and how does it work, I think really adds into the uh, overall experience and makes it uh, very cool to play. I don't know the cost of the game. Uh, I would highly recommend it, uh, probably at anything less than 30 bucks, because it is, like I said, a very short playthrough. And because you are experiencing, you know, a set story of a set character, I don't think it would change if I played again. So, you know, probably little to no replay value other than, hey, uh, invite your friend over and let them play and watch them play. But like I said, uh, I got it on the Xbox Games Pass, which works for uh, PC and Xbox. You don't have to have an Xbox if you're on PC like me. It also works uh, with Windows 10. Currently they are doing a really amazing deal, uh, even more amazing than before, where they're offering three months of their Ultimate Game Pass for $1 per month, and that isn't just the Xbox Premium, that also gets you, I believe, one month of EA Access slash Origin Access, which I guess you have to talk to them and get a code for that, so that might be a little bit delayed but I assume that will, you know, count from whenever you get it, as well as, I think, a six-month code for uh, Spotify, uh, some kind of special Spotify subscription. I don't use it, so I, I do not care, <laughs> so I don't know the details on that. So it's a really unbelievable deal. Uh, like I said, I think on last podcast, even at the normal uh, full price of 10 bucks a month, it's still an amazing deal because they have you know, hundreds of games on there, and I don't think it limits you. I think you can download as many as you want. I just tend to get uh, one at a time because, you know, it's get it and then finish it and then move on to the next. That's how I go, but I would highly recommend uh, you check that out if you are interested. Uh, I believe you can check out what games there are uh, without signing up. I know uh, my Xbox app uh, would do that even though I didn't uh, currently have a subscription. You know, it still lets you uh, look at all the things. So I would highly recommend uh, checking that out. And maybe look at Hellblade and see if it's uh, something you might be interested in.
1: Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha. following be are the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Sean R for the most generous donation. Three cheers for
0: donations. Hip hip, R, hip hip, R, hip hip, R.
1: So as I said, there's
0: kind of a sad life update. My car insurance is uh, behind uh, by quite a bit. They have sent out a uh, pay us now or else we'll cancel notification. So have been very uh, worried and uh, stressed out about that. I did call them and ask them, hey, uh, blah, 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 blah. And so they gave me a little bit more time. And so I basically have to the end of the year uh, to make three payments Which, just today, I did get uh, quite a big donation towards that, so I have a a very solid start on that. But I'm certainly not uh, safe yet, so definitely need uh, help and donations on that. Otherwise, uh, the doom clock is running, and very bad things will happen. But I will uh, try to hang on to hope that uh, help will come, and Christmas will come uh, soon, so maybe Dad will... Uh, Send some cash money I can put towards that. I really hate to put uh, gift money towards uh, regular things, you know, regular everyday things. And I really think, you know, gift money should be uh, spent for gifts, you know, because that is a celebration of you uh, given to you by somebody else who, you know, you in turn are celebrating with. And I really hate to uh, use it on everyday things like that. But uh, such is my life. <laughs> you know. I have to do that uh, these days if I don't have any other options. So hopefully, uh, help will come in time. And my next podcast in three weeks, I think, won't be until uh, next year or very close to it. So hopefully, everybody will have uh, a good Christmas time and New Year's time. And hopefully, everybody will be safe. Uh, stay in your homes. Uh, stay nice and warm. Celebrate. Uh, With your friends and family who you love. And I don't know uh, what I'll talk about next time. But hopefully I can find uh, something good to talk about. And hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay thanks bye.
1: At a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons attribution
0: non-derivatives license 2019.